Whatever. <laughs> and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ Podcast, brought to you by the Dynasty Football Network and DynastyFootballFactory.com. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partner, Jeremy Rowan. I'm his partner, Jeremy Rowan. <laughs> at DFF underscore Madman on the Twitter box. <laughs> and Shane Manila. Hello, lover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his partner. We're old. I mean, everybody knows that Friends episode, right? Uh huh. And now, and when you speak about old, didn't you get uh, something new today with your eyes? Oh uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm wearing what are called progressive frames. Progressives. Progressives. Isn't it? Um, and it was either this or bifocals. Those were my only options. And uh, yeah, I, I was telling you guys before we jumped on, I put them on for the first 20 minutes of wearing them. It felt like I was going to vomit and fall down in that vomit. And um, I'm trying to get used to them. And I feel incredibly old. And uh, they look nice. I just, you know. It's uh, getting old sucks. It's funny that nice you say sucks. you feel incredibly old, but I've had these for probably five or six years. And I just got mine a, I don't know, a month ago, and it only took me a, a day or two. I don't remember. It was quick. I got used to them fast. Oh, my God. All right, so then I'm Sorry. really old, like we always say. So before, <laughs> we get, before we get to the news, brought to you by Rotoshirts.com. Go to the website and put in Dynasty Trades HQ all in caps and get 20% off your player insurance. Uh, you know, we're we're recording late in the week this week, so we are really late. Uh, <laughs> I apologize on behalf of Michael. Um, no, no, not me. <laughs> not having internet and Jeremy uh, <laughs> just flat out being lazy earlier. Uh, yeah, yeah that is true. I was ready to go every night. I, I was actually in no, the headquarters. I, what? And, and, it's true. Uh, you were ready every night, and I was ready none of the nights. And I, last night I was actually sitting here ready to go, and I, you guys were on the phones. I had my phone silenced yeah. to get ready for the podcast. And apparently I, Mike calls me. He's like, Hey man, didn't you see the message? I'm like, what are you talking about? Cause we're not recording. Cause of my, you know, my cable's out and I look at my phone and there's 36 <laughs> text messages between you guys that I didn't see. I'm sitting here waiting for a phone call like an idiot. So, it is. Yeah, it, it, we, we missed all week, but a lot of stuff happened this week. That's uh, what I was trying to say. Yes. Yeah. I got that. I transitioned, uh, Patrick Mahomes, you uh, they ripped his kneecap out of his uh, kneecap socket. Oh, and, my God. Uh, then they had to put it back in the kneecap socket. So, And then there was all these rumors that he was going to play this week. <laughs> yeah, which was just insane. I mean, come on, Andy Reid, you fat donut eater. <laughs> so, obviously, he's not going to play. They said today he's not playing. But uh, Thank God. I spent way too much money on Matt Moore to not even get one start out of the guy in fab. <laughs> Did you get him? How many leagues did you get him in? I've got him. I already had him in a couple because you know I do the um, I do the Dynasty Waiver Wire article for DynastyFootballFactory.com oh. every week. And uh, one of the things I, I keep telling people um, is I drop a little wisdom every week. You know, little it's simple things like I, I let them <laughs> know, uh, hey, there's this guy Matt Moore, right? If you play in super flex flex leagues you should pick him up because he's on a high power powered offense with really good players oh, nobody like nobody listened nobody him. will yeah. trade for matt moore nobody even quarterback desperate teams nobody wants him i've tried to get rid of him and people just laugh at you even the mahomes owner just sweat it out for two weeks with whatever they may or may not have on the roster seriously you can't give matt moore away hardly because he's going to get one start and then go back to the bench yeah. 
It is yep, funny yep. this week, uh, both guys that were in the Dolphins quarterback room for the last couple of years are starting for two different teams. Yeah, you got <laughs> Matt Moore and Ryan Tannehill starting for new teams. Yeah, and people seem to really like Tannehill. <laughs> I am. Sure, man. <laughs> I got to tell you what. So, you know, I loved Marcus Mariota, but not like how I love Corey Davis. It's just different kind of love. And uh, yeah, sure is. if Tannehill is going to be, going to be, <laughs> if he make, if he's going to make AJ Brown also a love child of mine and Corey Brown, Corey Davis, oh, also a love child of yours, another love child of mine. If he's going to make those two fantasy relevant, well, then you know what, Mariota. <laughs> is, uh, that's what he did last week. Both of them. You, you could have started both of them. Yeah, and I did in some leagues because it was a uh, heavy bye weeks, and I said, "Why not?" And you're back to calling him Taney Hill again. Um, yep. <laughs> I don't know his name. I don't know his name. Look, he he's not great, um, but Mariota. It's hard to say, but he's he was atrocious. Um, so you know, look, Tannehill looks like he he's willing to throw the ball. He'll get it out quicker than Mariota, who likes to hold on to the football, and or run into defensive tackles way too often. Actually, traded for Tannehill, which is weird. I mean, I we talked about having him in leagues as a backup, and a lot of people had him just because it's Tennessee and it's Mariota, the whole situation. Um, it was kind of a gimme, but I actually traded for him. I didn't actively go after him, but I'm sitting close to the top of a super flex league. It's a deeper league too. Um, and I needed a quarterback because Mahomes went down and I went ahead and gave a 2021 first. I mean, we're not even talking this next draft for Tannehill and a 2021 second. I was like, you know what? People are giving up picks for him. Um, you know, second rounders straight up. Um, you know, I moved down around in 2021. I don't care. I got a, a guy who's maybe going to keep me in the playoff hunt possibly get me to the championship game while Mahomes is out. So what the hell? I mean, I thought that was a great deal. I, was, I instantly pulled the trigger on that one. Yeah, I yeah, I've, I've got them in just looking through like three, four, just know, apparently just four leagues. So Not the worst quarterback to have, man. That <laughs> offense has some weapons. I think he's going to be pretty decent for fantasy. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I have him in one, two, three, four, five, but we talked about that before. Oh, wow. Well, prior to the season, I think it was like week one or two of the preseason in one of the episodes, right. Shane was telling everybody, go on, get Tannehill because Mariota's arm is a wet noodle or whatever you called it, you know, and he was available everywhere in my leagues. Yeah, you got to roll know. the dice on backup quarterbacks in, in good and well, bad situations like that with Mariota. And, you know, we've talked about having the, the backups for the, the high-powered offenses. You never know when these guys are going to get hurt, so roll the dice on a couple and just stash them on your roster. And, then you know, you get lucky with Moore and Tannehill starting a, Moore a couple games in Tannehill maybe the rest of the year. I, I don't see why not. Probably, like yeah. Super flex with quarterbacks, it's almost like the old handcuffing running backs thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like you said, the high-powered offense, or, you, you know, you get your handcuff. Like, you know, I got Carson Wentz in a bunch of leagues, so then I had Nate Sudfeld. Well, when Nate Sudfeld got injured and they signed Josh McCown, McKickown, yeah. I picked him up. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, or if, you know, there's situations where, say, a backfield is unclear, you, you get both guys just to cover yourself, and, yeah, that's, that's what you did there. So it's like super flex leagues 
have made handcuffing a thing just for uh, quarterbacks. Right. right, it used to be for running backs. It also changes the value of players because when mm-hmm. I when I was in, I think it was I was out of town. I was in New York, I think it was, and in our sixteen team league listener league, I needed a quarterback, and I traded Shane a second round pick for Josh Rosen. And that same day, they said, "Oh, he's he's going to be the starter the rest of the year." And then he played one game, and then they said, "Never mind, Fitzpatrick is the starter." So and I gave up a twenty twenty second to Shane for Rosen. They never said what type of year. Like that yeah. could have been dog years. <laughs> that could have been in flea years. Was, you know, Rosen was, might what? start. Rosen almost said, "Ray Rosen might." Rosen might start uh, somewhere someday, so it's not all lost at this point. It looks unlikely that he's ever going to be a superstar, but I mean, you know, yeah, it may work out still. Right, but it's Probably. like you were saying. It's not looking good. No, it's not looking good, but it's like you were saying with a super flex, it changes the value of stuff because it was for me. I was like, yeah, okay, let's do it. Here, here's the second. I need a quarterback this week, you know. But fortunately, I only needed him that one week. But the main, the main uh, injury thing that we were going to talk about was Carry On Johnson again. So, and what's interesting about this is Roto Assurance. In order for you to uh, cash cash out on a, your policy, the player has to miss eight games. Guess how many games Carry On Johnson's going to miss at least? Uh, eight. Eight, yeah, because he, uh, <laughs> he had knee 12. surgery. Um, we don't know what kind of knee surgery. Where on his knee? Um, but he had it Tuesday. He's on the IR. Uh, two years in a row. Uh, last year, he ended up missing the entire, like, last, what was it, like, seven games huh. um, with an injury. This year, he, he's going to miss at least eight games with an injury. Um, he had injuries in college, uh, shoulder surgery in college, injured his shoulder in college, missed games for hamstring troubles, um, ankle troubles. Way back in high school, he had injuries to both his shoulders. Jeez. How are his, his parents doing, by the way? Broke his thumb, and uh, wow. yeah. So yeah, I I know you know injury prone is a, a word that people don't like to use. Well, because it's multiple words, um, but a lot of people <laughs> claim that there's like use, yeah. yeah, there's certain things that they claim aren't true, like injury prone. Um, well, like guess broken what? thumb. I mean, you know, anyone can break their thumb or something like that. But yeah, you know, those soft tissue injuries, and he's a running back, and he's not. He doesn't seem durable, right? Not, 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 not particularly. No, I don't. I have... mean, no, he's no Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb looks like he <laughs> could run seriously, literally run through a fucking brick wall. Oh, or Frank Gore. Frank Gore's been doing it forever. <laughs> Every um, running back needs to be made from Frank Gore. Um, you know, stem cells, genetics. Yeah, stem cells. Basically, if, if and when Frank Gore, if I do say if, that's yes. the, the 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 important part there. If Frank Gore ever okay. dies, they I'm gonna need, cry. I will literally cry if he retires, and I'll cry even more when he dies. I mean, they, seriously, that guy's been awesome. They need to take his bone marrow, his stem cells, oh and uh, study them. And then feed them to running back. Um, you know, like you'll duplicate them somehow. Like you'll get the recipe through his bone marrow or something. I don't know. Science knows. I honestly want him to do that for wide receivers because if you look around the league, the divas, the whiners, the, you know, the me, me, me guys, look at me. Those are all wide receivers. They need some Frank Gore. Yeah. Did you see? Did you see AP last night running at 34 years old? Oh, good God. <laughs> he looked Looker. pretty good last he night. He still looked like he's in his, you know, 20s. I mean, even with his helmet off, the guy just does not age like the rest of humanity. There's something um, different about that guy. I think it was um, 
it's the year off from beating his kids. <laughs> oh, my <gosh. laughs> oh my god! That gave him a lot, you know. That let his body recover. God. So maybe if every running back just takes off like their age twenty seven season, oh my god, um, just comes back refreshed, they can run play till they're thirty four, maybe. Except not carry on Johnson because he'll by that time. Uh, he'll be nothing but a, a, a scar. That, that's you all. Keep talking okay. like that, Shane. I'm going to take you to the AP panic room. You know, Adrian Peterson panic room. You know what? <laughs> other Johnson can't stay healthy either. Is David? David Johnson's hurt again. I, I love that guy's running style. I like to watch him play football. Some guys, you know, are just yeah. I, mean, I like to watch him play, but yeah, that guy, he can't stay on the field anymore either. Well, I mean, really, so, never could. Yeah, apparently now it's an ankle injury, right? So the week before, last week, obviously, was uh, fun times. Everyone got screwed and got upset because he came out, ran one play, yep. and then sat down for the rest of the day. And real quick, I just wanted to call bullshit on Cliff Kingsbury's story. that <laughs> oh, Because oh, he claimed that a, uh, AP, yeah. he claimed that David Johnson was the emergency back. If David Johnson was the emergency back, why was he out there the very first play of the game? Yeah, it's right. bullshit. Um, yeah, so it's more likely that he got out there, you know, and, and didn't feel right or whatever. I, I guess that week it was his back. This week it's his ankle. I started him, Just, man. Yeah, he's getting beat up. I started him, too, and I, I'm right there with um, some of the guys like Matt Berry calling up. Arizona out on that stuff um, with the whole Chase Ed. You should have started Chase Edmonds. Man, that pissed me off. I started Chase Edmonds in a couple leagues last week. Yeah, because <laughs> I had I, to. I did but it this past, but yeah, this past week. But you know, the week before, like you know, they they were kidding around about it. Like, yeah, I thought it was awesome, but I never yeah, liked yeah, David well, Johnson anyway. Yeah, where I had him, I did. But yeah. teams with David Johnson, you know, I didn't think he was going to be out necessarily. So. I don't appreciate when NFL teams try to uh, uh, troll fantasy football players. Like, you know, the reason that your sport is the most popular sport in the world and or at least in America is because of fantasy football players. And it's like Matt said, you know, like no one's watching an Arizona Cardinals game except someone that lives in Arizona or someone that's being held hostage in their stadium. Like why else would you watch their games? And then that's the same thing on, you know, the NFL, they know that too. Don't, don't act like they don't know that because look at some of the shit teams they put on Thursdays when they're like, Hey guys, you want to see the bills and the jets? Like, no, no, we don't want to watch that, but they know we will because of fantasy football. Exactly. Some serious changes, the old NFL. Yeah. And then for the, you know, the teams to act like we don't matter. Well, go because you know oh, what god. the only reason you make money because of us oh my god well besides the injuries there was also a few trades that happened this week with a couple players going from teams to team yeah right before the deadline always man some cool stuff happening what what do you think about that news shane master shane i don't care um <laughs> I'm a, whatever i mean he's gonna go there and he's probably gonna do what he, who do you, Donated Atlanta, Mohamed Sanu. Oh, okay. Well, there was Mohamed Sanu. There was Emmanuel Sanders. The... Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders. Mohamed I mean... Sanu is probably going to do less. Emmanuel Sanders, he might keep on keeping on. What do you guys think about that one? I, I, I like Emmanuel Sanders a little bit better than Sanu. I like Emmanuel Sanders way better than Sanu. Yeah, it's yeah. an upgrade for him going from Joe Flacco to Jimmy G, who I don't think is very good. But I think that Joe Flacco is less – Gooder, he's worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, that can go either way. They, he, got, Sanders could get a lot of use in Denver. You know, key guy like that. But you know, forty nine, you know, forty ers need 
some receiving help. So, yeah, I mean, I just think that it's flat or certainly goes up. But Sanu, there's no way Sanu is going to get that same kind of volume no. going, to, going to the Patriots. Nobody gets volume there. Exactly. Julian Edelman and the running back that's the flavor of the day catching the ball. I mean, honestly, it's tough to figure, you know. I, I'm bummed about that because I have Sanu as like, you know, just that backup wide receiver, flex guy here and there. And so his value <laughs> – Thank yeah. you very much, Patriots. Bye. I hope the Browns kick the shit. I hope the Browns defense kicks the <laughs> shit out of the Patriots offense. <laughs> Patriots will probably win, no problem. I, you know, whatever. But I want the Browns to damage that team a little bit this coming week, and I think they have the guys up front to do it too. Patriots, you're not going to be undefeated this year, you bastards. So one interesting thing about Mohamed Sanu is that he is signed through next year, and he's also not as old as I thought. For some reason, I, I got him. I had him pegged like in like the mid thirties. <laughs> no, he's thirty, but I thought he was like thirty-five. But you know what? I think it is. I get him confused with T.J. Hushmanzada all the time. Oh my god! Just because he was the same That's career arc, kind of, even though yeah. you know. Uh, they were both with. So anyway, Edelman is. Uh, they could cut Edelman. Next year, oh, it'd be a lot of dead cap. So if they cut Edelman next year, it's looking like it's eight point three three million. Although, let me see, there's some post June first, pre June first stuff. Um, yeah, they could cut Edelman. The, the long story short of this is they could cut Edelman if they chose to. Um, and then Mohamed Sanu could be the new Julian Edelman there for a season, which would be extremely valuable if Tom Brady. Um, doesn't decide to go, you know, if, if he decides that he's going to keep playing instead of retire and, you know, just go back to whatever. Sounds like he's going to keep playing because the Patriots, you know, the four years, whatever, a year or two back since they got rid of two serious prospect quarterbacks, you know, Brissett and then, and then Garoppolo so that they could just hang on to him. So, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon unless he were to get a serious injury. Yeah. Mm. And I think the the day after they signed Sanu, they put Josh Gordon on IR. So everybody's <laughs> yeah. saying he's done over there in New England too. Oh, for sure. Well, New England's saying that because um, it was <laughs> uh, it was uh, I, it wasn't maybe it was Ian Rappaport or one of those other guys. I don't know. I don't really pay attention to who it is, except that they have the blue check mark to make sure it's not some fake account. Right. But yeah, it came out basically that they put him on the IR, Chance. and he's like, "Hey, I, I I can play, guys." And they're like, "No, no, no, you're good. You're on the IR." <laughs> so they're gonna waive him um, shortly, and then it's gonna be a, a feeding frenzy to see where he ends up. You think so? Yeah, I mean he's he he's stayed on the straight and narrow for at least what four weeks now. Well, as far as we know, <laughs> well, allegedly, allegedly. So, allegedly I mean, is right. Four weeks is what like the second longest continuous stretch that he hasn't been suspended in about six years. Can that guy go four weeks without smoking a ball? Well, he has. Like, I don't not. know when the last time. Yes. Was. Yeah, this is already what week eight of the NFL. He hasn't well, gotten in he trouble. Didn't get tested. Don't they get mandatory testing in the situation he's in? Like often. So Probably. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, so all right, so somebody might grab him. I saw um, rumors this week that some people are looking at uh, AB. Do you believe any of those rumors? No, I think oh, you mean like mental that. hospitals are looking at him? <laughs> no teams for like you know the push at the end of the season and stuff like that. I could see that, but dude, don't. <laughs> yeah, I, eh, I don't know. Whatever. He's still on my rosters. I mean, I'm not going to cut the guy. So I just, I do want him to get signed somewhere and have one good game so I can just 
trade him for anything of value. I know. I still have him. I still have him in the listener league. Um, It's awful. (laughs) But I do. I do. I didn't cut him. Um, All right. But before we get on to the body of the show, why don't we hear about this new promotion that we have with uh, the Dynasty Football Factory and DraftKings? DynastyFootballFactory.com has it all. Impact articles, a full scope of fantasy football rankings, ADP, and exclusive members-only access to Factory Sports Slack channel. Dynasty, Redraft, IDP, Devi, and even DFS. A Factory Sports membership unlocks it all. And annual memberships are free. That's right. We've partnered with DraftKings to bring you your annual sports membership for free. Just go to dynastyfootballfactory.com slash shop and click on the DraftKings membership promo. Sign up for your DraftKings account, deposit just $20, and you'll receive a free $10 bonus and free Factory Sports annual membership. Eligibility and restrictions apply. See website for details. So act now and become a Factory Sports member for free. Visit DynastyFootballFactory.com slash shop today. All right, so uh, go sign up for DraftKings. Uh, you can find the link on our website. I think it's also pinned to my profile. Oh, is it? Um, it might be. I don't know. That might not be true. It might be true. There's a 50-50 chance, but if not, just go on the website, DynastyFootballFactory.com. And uh, go ahead and hit the link to the, the, the DraftKings. And then, look, you get a free year of us. A free year of shit that I write. <laughs> if I am this great on a microphone, <laughs> you can't even imagine what it's like when I have time to sit down and write words and actually compose thoughts. Yeah, but you don't put f- in your yeah. words, though, right? <laughs> I don't. Well, f- is a word, but no, I do not put f- in my writing. I don't f- in my writing. There's none of that. You know what's cool? Did you guys see the uh, the commercial? That uh, uh, Fanaro made for for the DraftKings uh, and the website. It's awesome. Yeah, I did not it see is the freaking commercial. Awesome. Oh, it's really good. You should sit. You check should it check it out. out. Yeah. yeah, he does so, good work over there. Aardvark TV does. Yeah. So one of the things we were going to talk about today, Shane, you had a feeling that you're starting to have performance anxiety when it comes to making trades halfway through the season. So yeah, I, was I think having he's having a- TD trade dis. I couldn't finish. I just could not finish. Um, <laughs> like it felt like I was getting there, you know what I mean? And then something would just happen. And then I just, I couldn't maintain that trade. Well, but even you and I, it, it, the process. It, it happened to you and I this week too. We did make a trade last week, but this week we kind of went and then we stopped. But uh, that's not the example you were going to use though. It wasn't? No, you have a different example here with you and Ham and Eggers. Well, so this was completely separate, but um, when do you do do is what I put in there. So what do you do? I just, I'm just curious. Like, wh- what do you do when you feel like you just can't get it up anymore? Um, uh, and by it, I mean trade. Keep trying. Keep and trying. by up, I mean trade. <laughs> um, do you just keep trying? Yeah. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what. I, I've, I had the same experience you're talking about, and I know you have uh, examples and you tweeted about this, but in one case – um, I co-own a team with uh, Dan Cook. I brought him in to help me with the defensive side of things because I've I've had this really good team. I've told you guys about this before. I had this really good team, but I just couldn't couldn't finish. I couldn't I couldn't get there. I couldn't keep the team up. And um, oh my god! And, and so now I'm trying to get a wide receiver because our wide receiver core is thin. We've got like three bodies, and then we've got Sammy Watkins, and you know you know Sammy Watkins. We've got Amendola off the waiver wire. I feel like this team 
could make it to the title game. We're undefeated so far, um, at, and, and it's a copy league, you know, 14 on each side of the thing, and, and we have a chance to go. We're, we should make the playoffs and, you know, compete in this, and I can't get a wide receiver to save my life. I keep trying to make trades, second-round picks, couple of picks, um, a player sometimes. Nobody will budge, and I'm talking about trying to get Alshon Jeffery. I'm not trying to get, like, you know, Try to get Tyler Lockett, trying to get, you know, old guys, young guys, you know, middle of the road guys, just to have another guy we could possibly start here and there. And I can't can't get it done. Just can't do it. Don't know why. Just well, not happening. <laughs> well, I think one of the things that um Shane, you know, we we've uh, Shane actually just got up. <laughs> Oh, did he? He just got up and walked out. Madman won't shut up. This is my bit. He just got up and walked away. No, but um, one one thing I'll say, you know, we kind of referenced the show sheet without talking about it. But what Shane, Shane, what was the tweet that you were talking about? Because Jeremy referenced the tweet you were talking about and we're talking about on this piece of paper. What exactly uh, are you talking about when you say you can't com- you can't finish? You can't complete? Yes, yeah, so I couldn't consummate a trade. Um, uh. I can't think of any other sexual innuendo. I know. I think so we've all used them that. up. <laughs> yeah, I've used them all up. Um, I mean, so I was do just, you feel like maybe you're a little too soft? Oh, my God. So <laughs> apparently my trade offers were too flaccid because <laughs> no one no one would uh, let me put them in them. No, 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 no. That's, that's literally. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing at home, buddy. But, uh, no innuendo there. Whatsoever. Okay, so, so let's let's go straight forward. Wednesday. Or Tuesday, I just tweeted out that like I had it. Oh, it was Wednesday. I hadn't made a trade all week. Um, and what's funny about that is that someone then reminded me um, that you did <laughs> that night that I actually made a trade on Monday with them. Um, what kind of trades are you erecting when you? Well, he doesn't even remember them. <laughs> well, let's see. On Monday, uh, he doesn't. He reminded me of this trade. I traded. Uh, and I trade. And this is obviously it must. Yeah, it was Monday. I guess uh, it was before. <laughs> any of the josh gordon stuff so i traded josh gordon and a 2022 uh for davis oh well that's good (laughs) and then that you know serendipitously that's not how that no that's not how it works serendipitously there's too many there's too many syllables in that word man (laughs) skip it fortunately for me i guess it broke that you know now he's waived and uh so, but yeah so i i had thought i hadn't made any trades all week even though i technically made one (laughs) I'll tell you um, what, even without Josh Gordon not being on the Patriots, that was a good trade. Yeah. Just because of Josh Gordon's history, Corey Davis' trajectory going up. I mean, I was talking to um, Scott Connor earlier today on Off the Rails, finally got another episode of that going um, on lunch break. But um, he pointed out that, you know, he couldn't, he, he was getting offers like, um, seeing offers like people were trading Corey Davis away for John Ross. Oh, there for a while that is ridiculous yeah that's terrible that's well, just bad because i mean look john ross is we saw john ross is young and it was really good and then we saw one john awesome ross. game a year and then he's hurt for three yeah or whatever and then he's injured again and we haven't seen him in at least six or seven years now uh, <laughs> it so, seems that long it's so fun. going back to the point the point was yeah. that you were trying to make a trade you got to a certain point but you couldn't complete the deal you couldn't just finish. Complete it, happen. Yeah. Um, it was just it's frustrating um like it, it's really annoying when you send offers and uh and a couple of the the responses were wow this is a really good offer but i'm not going to accept it it's like well you know what um <laughs> don't tell me that that's like when you were single and a girl would be like wow 
I, you know, and, and she was, you know, and she's dating someone and she's like, well, if I didn't have a boyfriend, I, I would so be with you. And you're like, why, why would you tell me that? How does that help me in any well, Joe man got to do with me? Well, that too, because we're old. Yeah. So we would well, I, uh, I would say this. One of the things I had thought about when you were talking about this, going back to a serious response is when you've gone through the process of going back and forth with somebody and then you thought you were going to complete and then it doesn't happen. And then for whatever reason, it falls apart. I did that last week with a trade that didn't happen, but then I just pivoted to other people in the league and sent that exact offer to other people to try to get something from them. And I actually got a trade done. It wasn't the initial trade that I was doing with somebody else, but I gave away the pieces that I was trying to give away in that trade. So maybe so you didn't keep the dialogue going with that same person. No, you because it just kind of died. And moved on. Yeah, it kind of died. died, but I was still in the mood and the moment that I wanted to make it that, that, that trade, or I was willing to give away those players. So then I just kind of pivoted to somebody else in the league, went back and forth, and then I got the trade done. I commend so, you guys for all the effort that you put in and I know you guys do a lot of this. Um, occasionally I will when I want to make a move. I, I want a certain player. I want to improve my team in a certain way, and I'll be more strategic about it like that. But honestly, my 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 trade dialogue consists of reject, 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 yeah. reject, reject, <laughs> um, and deleting emails. Uh, I'm just not, you know, if I don't see something that remotely interests me, I don't even really engage. I just reject the trade, which is a bad habit on my part. I have to stop doing that. I know. Yeah, I'm like Mike, so um, I treat it like sex. I come at it <laughs> from as many different angles as I can possibly think of. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like, well, all right, well, this isn't working. Let me try over here. No, all right, let me let me try this. No, how about See, this? if you had a bigger offer, you oh, wouldn't need to worry about oh, those ankles as Oh, my much. God. Are we just going to just do it the whole show? Is that what we're going well, to do? No, yeah, basically, this is the innuendo show. So I've been told that it's not the size of the offer. Oh, um, I, so we definitely have a title now, right? We have a title for the show, at least. It's, so. it's, the, it's not the size of the offer. It's the quality. But, it's the quality of the offer. But, but, um, so, but so, Shane, do you ever do it that way, the way I just explained? Oh yeah. my God! I can't. Uh, no, I'm just saying. You know, like m move the offer to the next person in line. Yeah, I mean, and this goes when we were talking. You know, a couple weeks ago uh, about sending out blind trade offers. Um, yeah, and I have hashtag uh, trademarked that phrase, blind offers. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll do that too. A lot of times, where if I'm not engaged with just one specific uh, uh, owner, then I'll send the same pieces for a similar type player. Yeah, if you're not engaged, I mean, you're you're pretty much not obligated to worry about your other partners, honestly. Well, I don't think yeah, you're you're obligated to it anyways. If it doesn't well, happen, yeah, you're not obligated. Look, yeah. I've had uh, me and Larry Monkey were going at it for a while. Um, <laughs> over he the drops that like everyone in the world knows who Larry Monkey. No, Larry but Monkey I was I was thinking. Patron. Yeah, but I Shout heard going at it for hours is what I heard. <laughs> so me and Larry Mon Monkey were going at it, man. I mean, just over the span of like a night and a half. And, you know, look, we were hammering it and hammering oh, it and hammering it. And now during that whole time, though, I was also, you know, I was sending out offers to other people because I feel obligated to finish with Larry. I mean... I'll finish with whoever. It doesn't really matter. As long as I get to finish. <laughs> Is Larry okay with this? No, I like how he says, as long as I get to finish. 
So then I <laughs> oh made the bring it up later. Over here. I brought up or I, I finished with an outhouse. Me and outhouse made a trade. And that sounds right, that you would finish with Russ. Yeah, yeah Russ, Russ seems like a finisher. Yeah. Um, so he, he's, 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 a, he's trading, and he's very um, open to many different types so, I finished the trade with him. I'm sorry. I'm just cracking up by the facial expressions you're making when you're saying it's stuff so like that. Fun. I wish we were. I, I wish we were. I wish we were a video podcast. <laughs> uh, well, we, we we can be someday. Uh, we need, we need more patrons for that. So yeah. If you're not a patron yet, I'm really going to need you to uh, become a patron. First, I'm need you to become one. Okay. So I I, I actually shared two free. <laughs> episodes this, uh, today. I actually went back in our archives of cool. Patreon episodes, of which there are innumerable uh, amount. <laughs> You're just making up words all over the place tonight. <laughs> There's an innumerable amount, um, at least 50. So I went through the archives and I just I tweeted out a couple that I liked. Um, I made them free to give people a taste. So hopefully they like the taste our taste and what we taste like and they decide <laughs> that they want to be a patron. And <laughs> I hope so, man. I do. Hey, and love, you know what? We love we our patrons. Discussed, uh, I would love to love more patrons, though. Oh my God! You know, we discussed uh, throwing some uh, some more uh, impulsive things out on our patron Patreon page for the patrons. You know, uh, some rants, some things here and there. Just just when the mood strikes us, and um, we're not going to announce it in advance, and we'll just drop it, drop it on the site because yeah. we love so, the patrons. So yeah, no, I I agree with you, Mike. I'm big on. Um... <laughs> Especially, like I said, the blind offers, I'm looking for, uh, usually I'm looking for a player type, not a player. Um, right. Yeah. The game's, game doesn't really matter. You know, if it's, if I'm trying to get a RB2, um, then I'm going to send out multiple offers to people with the RB2 uh, archetype player. Right. Um, but yeah, so I, I ended up not being able to pull off the trade with Larry Monkey. Myself and Outhouse made a trade, and uh, I was happy with it. And we'll we'll get to that trade a little later. Yeah, I do like I do like one thing that you tried to do this week, and I thought it was pretty interesting. That's why I'm mentioning it for people to listen. Uh, you 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 threw it out in the group chat that you were trying to trade Kirk Cousins, and you went back and forth with some people including me and and you didn't get the deal done but i like like two hours before the game last night you're like all right so nobody out here is gonna trade for the 42 points that Kirk cousins is gonna get tonight (laughs) and and so even at the last minute you were still trying to get something done uh which you unfortunately were never able to get done but yeah you know look if you you got to shoot your shots yeah uh, yeah I mean, you just got to keep putting it out there, and then eventually, someone hopefully will uh, will interact, yeah, or someone will someone will take the bait, you know. And uh, you know, it's funny is I I realized something over the last few days because then today, yesterday, and today, I've made I, I don't even know something like six or seven trades, three in one league. Wow. Um, including one that didn't account because I didn't have the actual one of the players that I thought I did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so then how did you make all right wait wait wait, wait. hold on hold on why don't we do this why don't we hear from the scouting academy and then we'll go over all the trades that we do have okay scout nfl football like a pro invest in yourself and get a degree in player evaluation and assessment from the scouting academy they've educated nfl gms personnel directors and dozens of nfl scouts 
Enroll today and you'll watch the same game tape NFL coaches watch. You'll learn to look past the metrics with position-by-position -position analysis. This is a time-tested curriculum, a chance to learn from the NFL execs and coaches. Sign up today and get a Dynasty Football Factory exclusive discount for limited time only. Save $50 when you sign up at DynastyFootballFactory.com. So, yeah, Scouting Academy, guess what? If you go on our Dynasty Football Factory website, you can get a deal on them, too, because we just get you f***ing deals with everybody because <laughs> we are awesome. I mean, I don't I don't like the two my own horn. Oh, sure, um, yeah. Well, I mean, if you can't consummate trades, you essentially are tooting your own <laughs> Oh my I'm gonna, god i'm gonna toot my own or torn here just make sure you go on the site you get save yourself 50 dollars <laughs> on the next uh seminar semester semester, semester. Uh, uh scouting academy so that, that's well worth it right. so yeah i made a few trades i was going to try to do them in perfect succession yeah that's correct is that that means in order yeah all right good nice, <laughs> nice. um trade alert oh um because I feel like if I don't say that, it doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the first trade I made is I, I went ahead and made a little baby trade. Oh, um, so and, cute. Yeah. And this is, a, I made three trades and or, well, I made three trades, only two of them counted. Actually, I made four trades <laughs> and two of them counted. Nope. Sounds like a Monty trades. Python skit. <laughs> and it does. Like, what? Just tell us <laughs> Three of them counted. Yeah, three of them counted. That's what it was. So myself and Etten Mosia. Uh-huh. Uh, I traded Tevin Coleman, except that he traded Tevin Coleman. Okay, we'll just we'll, we'll skip the trade. That trade's inconsequential. Um, so here's a bigger trade I made. And this oh my is in god! The Diagnostics. There's another D in there. I don't know what it's for. League is what I'm going to say. It's DDDL, um, Dynasty Diagnostics something. Dynasty League. Dynasty League. That makes sense. See, I, <laughs> yeah, so that, that's probably what it is. Well, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> so um, these are somewhat similar to Trade Addicts Leagues. The, it's a super flex. It's a one-point PPR for wide receivers, half-point PPR for running backs, and then a 1.75 PPR ah. for ends. Um, so I gave up Keenan Allen, Josh Oliver, and Greg Olson, and I got back uh, the tight end one, I believe he is, Austin Hooper, and a 2023rd. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and Austin Hooper, man. That guy is amazing. Yeah. So I, I did add the tweet here and uh, to see how it was doing on the vote, vote box here on the Twitters. Uh, would you guys like to venture a guess as to who won, first of all? Who's winning according to Twitter? I'm taking the uh, Austin uh, Hooper side myself in this, but I wouldn't be surprised if the if they if people at large maybe thought Keenan Allen and Greg Olson side was better. Yeah, I like the Austin Hooper side too, but I can't imagine that Twitter likes it better. No, no, Twitter uh, resoundingly um, called me stupid. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Keenan Allen, Olson, and Josh Oliver are winning seventy six to 24 percent oh wow i i i do like is this the trade that when you and russ made it russ said something in the group chat like oh i guess i should have asked for more because you like accepted it right away was this that trade you're oh, yeah. talking about that was... <laughs> so he thought he should have asked for even too, more 
Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, well, apparently not. Apparently I got hosed on that trade. <laughs> exactly. You know, I That's why I, I mentioned liked, it. I would have liked you to get, you know, uh, maybe a second-round pick or something more than just Hooper because Keenan Allen, you know, one of my favorite um, consistent receivers and stuff. But um, Austin Hooper at a position of need, one of the best tight ends in fantasy points. Um, at You know, I, I think it's fine. I don't think it's as lopsided as Twitter will make something be, and that's the thing. Twitter, those Twitter polls are, you know, sometimes they they make you feel better about making a trade, but I I think they're mostly wrong. I mean, because they're looking at something right now today, a snapshot, you know, of of things, and really not going to know who won this today. I think yeah. if people yeah. people Twitter especially is looking at the names Keenan Allen because the production wise, I mean obviously Josh Oliver hasn't even played yet and Greg Olson is probably done after, done. you know. Yeah. So it's really the Keenan Allen Austin Hooper and for now Austin Hooper scoring way more points than Keenan Allen is scoring. I mean the last You're couple right of weeks. You're right about the interpretation. Yeah. Too. It's the name it's the name um of Ke- it's the the household name Keenan Allen, the the even greater household name Greg Olson. It's that. It's yeah. not the quality of this trade it's just like oh my god you gave away god for what yeah but keenan allen even in the last i i don't have it in front of me but i know the last two weeks at least he hasn't even gotten double digits in his games yeah you know what's funny is he started off on absolute fire i mean he was on pace for something like 218 targets um through the first three he did start out strong man i i traded for him in a contracts league high stakes contracts league and i I really kind of wish that I didn't give up what I did for him. Um, I gave away. I had such great receivers on this team last year that are doing well this year. I mean, I, I ended up getting rid of between last year and this year, um, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Kenny Galladay, and Chris Godwin, all guys that I oh my God. got in the odd. You all got guys rid of all those guys? <laughs> but I have Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, and um, you know other other players that I wanted. I mean, I, I didn't get – get nothing in return you know baker mayfield some other pieces that i wanted and i drafted well in this draft to come out of it with terry mclaurin aj brown deontay johnson some other pieces i I hit i think in the draft jj arcega whiteside so i I reloaded but i'm in competition for the top spot in this league and and um thinking about those four wide receivers could be helping me more than keenan allen and michael thomas well uh, yeah i just clicked on keenan allen the last four weeks in a full ppr he's got a nine a five a six and then he got a 10 this week so yeah and he was so he had 42 targets in the first three weeks of the season and he's had 28 targets um in the preceding four weeks how much of that is philip rivers how much of that is uh Post-seating. Subsequent. Post-seating. Subsequent. Oh my so you God. can edit that so I sound smart. So let's try that again. No, I'm going to use all these words in the in the title so of this he, uh, episode yeah. is what I'm going to so, do. I'm anyway, writing them the, down. <laughs> the gist of it is, is he had 42 targets in the first three weeks. Uh, he's at 28 uh, targets in the next four games. Um, so his target share is... Well, it's just raw targets. I haven't looked. I'm not looking at the target shares, but his raw targets have dropped. Although, and Mike Williams is being peppered with targets. Getting peppered with targets too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and you... the return of Hunter Henry, um, that crazy. doesn't that doesn't help him. Um, so that th- this is my thought process but... anyway. Um, was Hunter Henry's back? Hunter Henry is severely eating into Keenan Allen's target share. Yeah, Keenan think... Allen's uh, dealing with a hamstring issue, I think, this week, or ankle. I'm not really sure. It doesn't look like it, it, he's going to be a game-time decision. I'm in third place in this league. Um, 
tight ends get one, like I said, they get 1.75 per reception. That's a full 0.75 per reception. More that's no joke, man. That's huge. Yeah, that's yeah. a significant, that's a significant amount. With Muhammad Sanu being gone, um, that even concentrates the target share even further there, where it, it's only Julio Jones, uh, Austin Hooper, and Calvin Ridley. Well, then uh, uh, also, listen, with Austin Hooper at a 1.75, like you're saying, I just clicked on Trade Addicts, which is 1.75, and Austin Hooper has, oh, yeah. from all seven games, 23, 10, then 29, 28, 18, 32, and 18. So it's like every single He's game. He's at the top of all tight ends right exactly. now. Exactly. points, 20 points practically above Darren Waller and um, even more uh, ahead of Travis Kelsey. I mean, he's the tight end one uh, so far this season. I mean, it's big. So when people are and just looking at the names and not looking at the production, exactly. that could be why the internet is Especially so... the 1.75. I mean. Well, in, in Trade Addicts, which is 1.75, Austin Hooper is the number one tight end by 21 points over the next tight end, which is Darren Waller. He's also, if you if you want to look at it in PPR points, um, he's also the wide, re- he's basically the wide receiver six, um, which is uh, like seven points ahead of Keenan Allen, who's already, he's still a wide receiver one this year. But in PPR points, he's at 121, which is one point ahead of DJ Shark and four points behind Stefan Diggs. So Shane traded for a wide receiver one at the tight end position. Yeah. And, and that's based on one point per reception, not 0.75 on top of it. So it's clearly a win for Shane and fantasy points with just the Keenan Allen for Hooper, in my opinion. Well, looking at the trade yeah, addicts so then- thing, it's it's actually 39 points more. He Austin Hooper has 39 points more than Keenan Allen does so far in the yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, and you know, and I don't seven five. That's huge. And the other thing is, he's still only twenty four years old. I know yeah. he's been in the league. This is his fourth year, and he's actually progressed. So it's not like he's. Yes, this this is um, a spike over last year, but last year he was very good too. I believe he was the tight end. He was six he, or seven. He's I, actually I gotten better every year, every, which is what you want to see. People forget how good he was in college and the high expectations he had coming in, and he didn't start with a lot of noise. He did okay. I mean, he's fine as a rookie. He just doesn't have the name. He's not the sexy name. He's not, you know, Travis Kelsey or George Kittle or, you know, Zach Ertz. He's not he's, – he's kind of quietly become one of the best tight ends. It's funny. I mean, it, and I think that Twitter poll just is emblematic of all of that. Yeah, and, it, and Alan? it's – the name recognition is what it really is. Right. And the other thing, too, is I love – I've always said it. I love when everybody thinks that they like the other side of my trades better than my side of the trade because it just I means agree. they're not thinking the same way. So if you yep. can pull that off here, maybe you can pull it off somewhere else because somebody else will think the same thing. So Proud so, of you, man. so you what said you, you did multiple trades in that same league. What was the other one? Yeah, yeah. so there, this was the uh... – this one here was the third trade um, that I did actually pull off. Uh, there, like I said, there was an earlier trade, just a small trade. I gave up McCall Hardman and got Tevin Coleman. Yeah, um, and that I'm I'm way fine with that. Yeah, I mean that's not a giant Same. move, so I didn't really bring it up. It was going to be on the show sheet only because I I, I couldn't finish any trades, and then all of a sudden <laughs> they just spewed out of me. Um, so the next trade. Oh my um, God. And this is, you know, in both, and I should say both these trades talks were going on the entire time that I'm also offering the same players to Larry Monkey um, for DeAndre Hopkins, which we weren't able to finish. But, you know, we can come back to that later, me and him. Um, <clears throat> so I gave up Nickel Harry. 
Uh huh. And Nicole Deont- or N- Nikhil? Nikhil Harry. Uh huh. And Deontay Johnson. Uh huh. And I got back Hunter Henry. So this is in the same league for the one point seven five tight end. Exactly. Same league. Same settings. The 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 wide receivers. It's one point PPR, and then it's one point seven five for tight ends. I like that trade too. I'm fine giving away those two guys to get that other tight end. Clearly, you're trying to make some noise this year, obviously based on these moves um, with the points, right? I mean, you yeah. wouldn't necessarily have to be because both Hunter Henry and Austin Hooper have a lot of life um, ahead of them in in the NFL. But I'm just saying, you know, you you're giving away youth like Nikhil Harry, Deontay Johnson, Josh Oliver, and and you know two of these trades you're probably looking at at making some noise this year yeah. well but he's also not getting really old players in these deals no, he's not. and with hunter okay, henry with hunter 24 yeah and with hunter henry again with that 1.75 he's played the last two weeks and he's got a 36 and a 21 so i mean yeah. he, he comes back and he's already like 30s and 20s so and he's trading yeah, away youth move. sure but the youths are getting him what Two points, three points. Deontay Johnson well, not getting him anything. So yeah, I mean, Nikhil Harry, he was, you know, he's he's a guy that I still think is going to be good in this league. But right, but right I, now, who cares? Yeah, but and based on my roster construction, look, I, I have young wide receivers. I was light at tight end. I had Noah Fant, who I really expected to have a year one breakout, which has not happened. That's a lot um, to expect yeah. of a tight end, though, man, especially in that on that shitty team. Yeah, but you know, I, I but either way, so I just needed to make some moves, and I wanted to get the tight ends because that that's where the value, you know, that's where if you're gonna Absolutely. win leagues like this, I'm gonna lean into the, the scoring when it's that substantial when there's that substantial of a difference. So, what do you think Twitter has to say about? They're not gonna like that one either. The way Twitter is, so. they're gonna see the two young names like jeremy just said and you know if you click on average points in that league uh you you got the number one and the number two tight ends in average points you did you know henry's only played three games but still average wise he's right there underneath uh underneath austin hooper so you traded away for the top two tight ends i think it's a sweep i love both of those receivers you guys know i'm a big fan of deontay johnson talked a lot about him but you know, value is value, and you basically came out ahead on that trade. I mean, it was a sweep on on both of these, and and it leads me with Nikhil Harry to asking you guys a question about an, a a guy who won't leave me alone about getting Nikhil Harry, who's out of competition this year. I'm kind of in the middle of the pack, and now he wants to send me Corey Davis for Nikhil Harry. I would do it. I mean, Nikhil Harry hasn't even played a game. He's a rookie. Right. You know, people are all like, he oh, he's rookie. He plays for the Patriots. And he plays for the Patriots again. He's freaking worth anything. So then what are you thinking about? Do it. I would do it. Um, and it's, you know, it's a league where the money's even. $12 million basically a piece. Um, so is that in I your box? More gar- um, I think it's more, yeah, it's more guaranteed for Nikhil Harry, but the contract gets taken over completely. Um, by the other team, so he gets mine, Akil Harry, and twelve million for four years, and then I would get his um, Corey Davis for. Um, well, it's it's just this year. It looks oh, like. Oh well, then no, 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 no it's no, also no, four. No. It's also four years. Oh well, if it's four years, years oh, then, then yeah, then yeah. I would do it. I would. There's no question. I would do it. Yeah, I mean, I, you say those things about the pro the the potential and the prospect and he's young and blah, 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 but he's on right. IR. He hasn't played yet. And he plays for the Patriots. That, I'll take Corey anything, Davis. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would do that trade. You have it in your box to accept right now? You're you're in this league. League that will not be talked about on the I know, podcast. but but you have it in the box right now to accept it? Yeah. yeah so accept it. <laughs> I would. And, and Shane then, um, said he would. I said I and would. And also yeah. Marvin Marvin Jones he sent to me for Nikhil Harry as well. Almost I like I have my choice. Yeah, I would take Marvin Jones and Corey Davis, but I would, I would not take <laughs> Marvin Jones straight up. Yeah, no, do the Corey Davis yeah, one. That's what I feel. Too. Um, so so Jeremy, those were the the trades that Shane had on here, but you said you oh, had a man. few trades that you wanted to talk about that you just well, automatically declined. In my defense, um, you know, I, and I do need to change my behavior and interact more in some of these leagues. Um, not just when I want to trade for someone or I see an offer that I want to accept. You know, get more, but a, a ton of leagues. Excuses aside. Here are some reasons why I auto-reject. And one of these, you guys, basically trash dynasty trade offer. Let's just say it. Hashtag trash dynasty trade offer. You guys are in this league. We co-own a team together. I'm going to protect um, – I'm going to change the name to protect the innocent. It's just a, a team wanted to give us a 2021 first-round pick, a 2021 second-round pick, and a 2023rd round pick for what I think is probably overall the best wide receiver in the NFL, Michael Thomas. And maybe yeah, no, you guys don't you. agree on that he's <laughs> the best, but you know we could argue that on another show. One of the best, and he's certainly consistent, wanted to give us you know, some yeah, picks, these three picks for Michael Thomas. That's not going to cut it. No this way. Is, that's just not going to get a, a player of that caliber for this many, you know, three years running for – 2021 firsts and seconds and a third no players nothing you know in the 2020 class that's high i mean honestly i'd be looking for two coming up quickly first round picks just to talk to somebody about moving michael thomas personally i i'm not going to move a, a top shelf wide receiver like that for anyways that's just one example of like i'm not even considering it and then a 2021 first and third for terry mclaurin um that's less than i paid for him in this draft Wait, what was that? A 20 2021 first, uh, third for Terry McLaurin. Uh, you know, maybe so, at some point I'd consider trading him away, but right now he's helping my team. I'm, you know, it's a good team. I paid a 2020, I mean, sorry, a 2019 second for Terry McLaurin. I wouldn't move a 2019 second for a 2021 first and a 2021 third. I just wouldn't, and let alone a player who's established. So that's one that I'm just like, no, thank you. But that also um, goes back to one of the things we talked about a few months ago about knowing the person you're dealing with. If they knew you, you just talk about McLaren so much on the show and how much you love the guy. So yeah. even coming at you, they need to come at you with a stronger offer than that. Well, and just that's not a strong enough offer for that's the saying. kind of player you're talking about that you paid a second well, round pick uh, in this draft. Well, sure. Yeah. I'm just saying the 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 extra incentive of it is the fact that you love the guy, you know? Yes, sir. And how about this? A twenty not just one twenty twenty round four pick, three twenty twenty round four picks. <laughs> and oh yeah, twenty twenty one round one pick for Le'Veon Bell. That's fair. You know, you, you could look at that and be like, well, you know, that adds up and balances out. I got three fourth-round picks in 2020. No, big it doesn't. Whoop, big <laughs> whoop. And a 2021 round one pick. No, man. A 2020 first-round pick, Le'Veon Bell, and uh, a tw and some 2020s, maybe a second or a third. I, you know, I'm saying, like, maybe you're getting closer, but four 
uh, uh, three fourth round picks and then a first round or two years from now for Bell? I I don't think so. That's uh, that's not the kind of saying I just auto reject this shit. So let me give you his his side of it. Probably right. So he's got four fourth rounders. And it's me. No, you're not in this league, are you? Four fourth rounders. (laughs) So that that equals sixteen points. Three fourth rounders. Plus oh, so that's twelve. Then you plus a one. It's 13 points. Maybe he's using some kind of point scale. No, I. you know what's yeah. more likely, what I think, is that's what he has left. He probably yeah, yeah. traded away his other picks because I know I'm in that position in some of my leagues where I've traded away most of my picks, so I've got fourths and fifths lying around. So maybe he just thought, hey, I'll just throw him everything I have, and maybe that's what he has left. Because otherwise, it is, you're right, it's not definitely not the right value that you should send, but maybe that's what he has left, you know? I think that's the case. And then the, the last two I have, and these are just ones from this week, guys. This is from just the past couple days. Um, in a super flex league, I realize Sam Darnold it hasn't been faring well, and he came back after the, um, you know, mono. And, he, you know, I, I still have high hopes for him. I'm not unrealistic, but I think in a super flex league that's really, really tight on quarterbacks, and they're all on rosters, that a first-round pick, which I don't know what it's going to be, but a first-round pick, in uh, 2021 is probably not offering enough for a starting quarterback in the league. I mean, you That's know, a I could shitty probably... offer. Don't be yeah. all polite about it. It's a <laughs> shitty offer. It's a, first of all, it's a super flex. So right. if you're talking to me about a quarterback that's, what, 20... 20... Two years old, twenty-three years old. He was incredibly young when he came into the league last year, um, and he who, had mono, so he looks like he's yeah. It's not <laughs> even a twenty twenty so first 15. round pick. Yeah, so no, you you can't come at me in, in a super flex try, offering me one random first from two years from now. That's a shitty offer. Well, how Whoever about sent this that one? shitty? How about if I give you Mitchell Trubisky and ten dollars in blind bidding for Sam Darnold? <laughs> Yeah, it's getting a little closer because it's, you know, another quarterback, you know, but still, I mean, that's one that I was like, you know, maybe I could, but I don't want Mitchell Trubisky. I want Sam Darnold. So I'm like, these are the kind of things I'm dealing with. I don't tend to get the the home run pitches. I wonder if I I just hit out of the park right off the start. I get stuff like this. I wonder if I would take Trubisky in the $10 over Sam Darnold. I wouldn't. Trubisky. I know, but but Sam Darnold's awful too. Did you watch? I mean, yes, he is. Yeah, he is. Dude, you are senile he's been awful i get it and you could make an argument he was awful in okay he was awful in one game when he had fucking mono no he didn't didn't have mono this week when he played he was awful he didn't have mono but what he had is a head coach that doesn't have enough fucking common sense not to run fucking deep patterns when your quarterback is getting absolutely fucking mauled at the line and has two I'm a huge fan of Trubisky. I mean, he, he played not too far from where I grew up in, you know, northeastern Ohio. Uh, followed him in college a little bit. I had him on a lot of Debbie teams. I was excited when he was, be, you know, being talked about as this high draft pick. And he went to Chicago and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this is cool for this kid. This is going to be great. A friend of a friend actually was his uh, junior high, you know, coach. I got some, you know, sort of admiration for this kid, but I, I fully realize that Sam Darnold's ceiling is <laughs> quite a bit higher than Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. He's a lead top 10 quarterback. Yeah, they're small. both. They're yeah. both. Yeah. Well, no, they're not even remotely similar. You're telling me that Sam Darnold is a top 10 quarterback? I'm telling you uh, he has top 10 upside quarterback potential. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Not this year. He's super young. He was the youngest um, kid to come out. In football yeah. last year. So he's and and he's yeah I think his ceiling is is higher than that we could we could debate that but sure. top ten not any time 
soon. Yeah, maybe I, in the next I, couple years. Well, but I'm Mike sure. Would take Offers, no, so. I did not say I would. I said I might, but I will He's say that long. I I definitely think there's nine f-ing quarterbacks that are better than Sam Darnold or ten quarterbacks yeah. that are better than this Sam year? Darnold. This year, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, God, oh, shit. What did I say? I said upside, Grandpa. Listen, get your hearing aid cleaned. <laughs> yeah, up. but you're acting like I'm a f-ing yeah, idiot well, because I because w- I don't want him. You're you know pop, so pop up. So real quick, I just oh wanted to go God. back to this. So you guys were actually wrong <laughs> on the Twitter poll. Um, <laughs> Twitter actually preferred the Hunter Henry side because you know why? You guys forgot about recency bias, and yeah. Hunter Henry is the greatest tight end that's ever played football after the last two weeks. Yeah. So Twitter gave me the win on that. Did they? 58%, and they gave 42% to Nikhil Harry and Deontay Johns. Yeah, I mean, it should definitely be the Hunter side. I, I don't care about the upside of a kid that's on IR and on the Patriots. You know, so what? So, um, hey, I got something important to talk to you guys about, though. About your beard? Yeah. Oh, you shaved. It looks nice, right? Yeah. It looks nice. Yeah. yeah. You know why? Why? Okay. Well, let me just tell you. Our beards are way too important to put any old product in it. The same way you won't just throw any player in your lineup on Sunday, right? Oh, some people do. I get it. I get it. Uh, welcome, <laughs> welcome to Fox City. Using all, all organic oils, we boost the hormones your skin needs to grow a thicker, fuller, and longer beard. With the natural shine and amazing scent that will get everyone's attention. I'm stroking my beard right now, and it looks good. I've been using their products for a few days. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Give Fox City a try by visiting foxcitybeard.com and use the promo code DHQ, and you get 20% off and free shipping through November. That's foxcitybeard.com. Use the the promo code DHQ. You get 20% off and free shipping and you get an amazing looking beard um like i said i've been stroking my beard all night um and it's it's pretty good stroking hey hey hey, i was gonna say that's awesome yeah go check out go check them out and it is funny the stroking the beard goes along with all the other innuendos we had tonight so um hey listen we've got more to come that we're gonna do to (laughs) we whatever we we, we're gonna do the patreon (laughs) show uh this whole episode is all just too many innuendos so uh patreons go join our patreon account um check out our website patrons Patrons are already on it but if you're not a patron uh, I'm going to have to uh, pretty much strongly suggest you go become a patron because, like I said, man, we, ba- patron episodes every week, uh, most of them, like 96% of them are just hot fire. Um, <laughs> and even the 4% that weren't complete hot fire, they were like mild fire. And the episode uh, that you're listening to right now has a lot of mistakes and the patrons get to hear all the mistakes. And then the patrons get the bonus episode. So that, that's luck. It's well worth it. <laughs> And go check out our, oh, and go to our iTunes account. Give us a rate and review. That's something you know, big too. You know, look, I don't even care if you review us. Just give us a rate and God damn it. Or <laughs> excuse me, if that offended anyone, damn it. Uh, just give us a review. Just, nope, not a review. Just rate us. Literally just go on there, hit the five star, go about your day. Count, hit the five star, go about your day. If you listen to the show, um, and I know, I know you do, I see the download numbers. The ratings, uh, and the number of ratings we have uh, is far, far <laughs> smaller than the folks that download the show every week. I need you to rectify that because if you don't, like I said, it's like Tinkerbell. If you don't clap for her, she dies. If you don't rate for us, we die. Man, if we got as many ratings as we have downloads every week, we'd be like the number one podcast on iTunes. Oh, no. <laughs> um, 
So also check out our Twitter account at Dynasty Trades HQ and check out our website, DynastyFootballFactory.com. Go join DraftKings and get your free year membership over at the website. And we're going to go do the Patreon account. So we'll talk to you guys. Oh, wait. Hey, this is episode 98. We have two more episodes to 100. So one more episode after this and then the big 100. You're right, Mike. And should we? I mean, we're excited. So we're not going to tell people what we're doing just yet. Got some surprises in the works. but you need to stick around um, and and wait for that in two weeks. We're we're super excited, aren't you excited, Shane? We made it, man! 100, 100 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. See ya. <laughs> Say goodbye, Have Shane. Fun. Goodbye, Shane. <laughs>